Let's go ahead and turn in our Bibles to uh, Ephesians tonight. Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter 6. going to look at verse number 10. The Bible says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Amen. Father, thank you for your word tonight. We ask you to come and touch our ears, give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. And Father, I pray tonight that, God, that you'll build faith in hearts and in lives we give you praise for your word in jesus name we pray tonight thank you for your holy spirit anointing and everybody said amen 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 and so paul is writing here you know to timothy and i, I really want you know this scripture right here is so familiar to us and lots of times when scripture becomes so familiar we miss the impact of what Paul is saying to us. We take it just so lightly because we can quote it, we can say it, we speak it, and we think we know it, but do we practice it? It's no good until you practice it. Somebody say you have to practice it. Amen. And so to live victoriously, this is one of the things that you have to do. And we talk about getting hold of the foundation. So this is my focus until Jesus comes. I believe that this is my mandate. You know, that we have to get a hold of the foundation, foundational truths in the Word of God. And never before have I seen attacks upon people and the nation and nations, and it's like all of hell got released, and especially just over the past few years, but uh, I would say especially over the past six months, we see an increase of demonic activity and, and uh, the enemy at work. How many... Have, feel like that you've had an increase of assault against you in here. Amen. Uh, I know that I can see that in the earth. I can see it, uh, you know, against God's people. And so it's important to, to hear the admonition of Paul when he's writing to the church here, to Timothy. And he says this to the church, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on. Everybody say, put on put on you know we used to uh you know years ago in the 1980s and 90s especially people would get up and they'd say you know i put on the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness and so forth and get dressed in the morning and uh, i think that that's probably a good habit for people to get into because you begin to recognize that you need that armor somebody say amen i need it i need it and so he uses some words here that are really powerful when he's using this, uh, when he's writing this letter to the church. And uh, he's saying, put on the armor of God. And so he's talking about 
really here when he's talking about putting on, he's talking about being endued with it. Same word that he uses when he uses like uh, when you're endued of power from on high. And what I want you to get is that when that power that he's talking about hits us or comes upon our lives, you know, we're transformed into another person. And I want you to see this tonight when we talk about uh, what Paul is saying here. We're not going to go through, I don't plan to, to go through the armor, but I have some things that I believe that the Holy Spirit wants us to become aware of. So uh, when, when, we, when we have a relationship with God, when we're following Him, when we're praying and fasting and seeking God, one of the things that happens for us as we come into that relationship, we get suited up. This is where the panoply is what we call it. The, the armor of God comes from is from relationship with him. Amen. From relationship with the Lord Jesus. So we have to come into relationship with him. It's more than being born again. You could be born again, have the hell beat out of you every day. You can be born again and be in poverty. You can be born again and be sick. You can be born again and have all kinds of problems and whine and cry and wonder why everybody else is blessed but you. Or you could get tapped into foundational truths and begin to prevail over your enemy. See, the Bible talks about in Revelation, it says that over and over and over again. He that overcometh, he that overcometh. Jesus said, he that endures until the end, the same shall be delivered or saved. And so it's important. If he says things like that, then I want to know what it takes for me to stand and not fold up and give in or cave in to my adversary. I want to thrive, not just live. I want to be successful. Amen. I want to be progressive in the things of God. Somebody say, glory to God. Yes. Amen. And so this, this armor that he's talking about here is, is what we refer to as uh, a divine armor. Everybody say divine. And this is what I want you to begin to see tonight right here. It's a divine armor. It's not of this world. Somebody say it's not of this world. The first thing that you've got to do, lay your hand on yourself. Say, I am not of this world. Jesus said that. You are not of this world. We think about that, we say, well, you know, because I got delivered from worldliness. Honey, this is a lot deeper. That statement is deep. That statement is deep. You are not of this world. You have been born from above. You are supernatural. You are not natural. I believe that, if, you know, that as we move forward, we're going to see the increase of the supernatural, but I believe that that comes when we begin to recognize that I'm not just natural, I am supernatural. This flesh may be natural, but I'm supernatural. I'm a spirit. I'm living in this body. I'm housed inside of this body. I am a son of God. I am not of this world. Everybody say that. Say, I am not of this world. Say it again. Say, I am not of this world i am not of this world see one of the things the enemy wants to do is to constantly frustrate us and occupy us so that and because of all the natural stuff because he wants to get the natural man caught up in all kinds of all, all kinds of things discouragements problems circumstances sickness poverty you name it, what the enemy throws at you. I mean, it comes from every direction. 
And so if we don't take the time that when things start coming at us naturally by a supernatural adversary and understand that I'm supernatural and the things that the enemy's causing to bring, bring in my way is a supernatural enemy, but he's bringing natural things against me, I have the authority to rise up in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I have the authority to rise up in Jesus' name. So when he talks about this armor, put on the whole armor of God. It is not of this world. You can't go down to Walmart and get it. Can't go to Hibbit Sports and get it. You can't go to anywhere and get it. You, just can't, you, can't, you can't order it online. I wish you could, but you can't. You may go get you some uh, night armor and stick it on, but you look mighty silly. And that would not protect you from anything the adversary does. And so I want to drive this point in you tonight is that, number one, this armor that he's talking about is supernatural. I am not of this world. I am not born again with a corruptible thing. I am born again by the blood. The blood is supernatural. We say that blood throws, flows through my veins. How does it flow through your veins? It flows through your veins supernaturally. Faith is supernatural. What do you mean? It's the evidence of something not seen. Amen. And so everything that has to do with us has to do with supernatural things. I am born again from above. I'm not born again of a corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible seed that lives and abides forever the word of god i'm begotten by the word i'm begotten by the word amen the word is supernatural it's supernatural it's supernatural so this is not the ordinary just run of the mill weaponry that that we think of i mean you think about the nuclear capability of our nation or nations of the earth and that how they could just take one bomb and drop it and wipe out a nation right now the big concern is that heavenly abilities laser beams who would have ever thunk it <laughs> right now that is a big concern right now that china is jockeying to get that first weapon in operation or the united states you know is is up there in the heavens you know there's already heavenly weapons amen star trek stuff amen it's true. It's not just a, just a figment of the imagination. It's a real thing. It's a real, it's a real deal. But you think about this. When God begins to describe your ability, your weaponry, your power, your might, it is the word dunamis. Where'd you get dynamite from? That is the, to me in one way, that is a great translation of that. But at the same time, it is... Uh, Far so supersedes that. Dynamite moves mountains. <laughs> Dynamite blows up stuff. Amen. It's powerful. Somebody says it's powerful. But that's what he describes the Holy Spirit as on the inside of us. We have dynamite ability through the Holy Ghost of heaven who lives on the inside of me. That means I have explosive power. I have explosive ability. I am endued with power from on high. And so when he's talking about this armor here, the weaponry of God, everybody say the weaponry of God, the weaponry of God. The Greek describes it like it's mighty. It is invigorating. It's mighty. It is invigorating. It's supernatural. It is God's ability. It is dominion. 
Amen. Dominion. So we have the first thing that has to happen to us is understand that, okay, I am I'm an ambassador. I'm a sign to this earth. I'm a witness. I'm a, I'm a son of God. I belong to him. I'm anointed to be here. I'm here with great authority and great power. And he set me here to have dominion, to subjugate my enemy, to put him in his place, to run him out, to hinder him, to take authority over him, to tear his kingdom down. Amen. Say, devil, you have no business in my life. You have no business whatsoever. And somebody said, then why do we wrestle with all this stuff? And that's the way Paul describes it as, as a wrestling match. We wrestle against principalities and powers and all these things. But listen, what, Paul doesn't stop there and leave us in the dark. He said, put on the armor. You're more than able to stand against this enemy. Get suited up. Wouldn't it be bad if you went to the military and they pumped you up and told you you're going to do all this stuff and never gave you a gun or grenade? They said, well, go out here and wrestle them. Just wrestle with them. No, you're, they, when soldiers go out, they go equipped. Somebody say amen to get the job done. And I can tell you right now that we are God's soldiers. Is that what the Scripture says? Be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Don't get entangled with the affairs of this life. When you get in the, entangled with the affairs of this life, you get messed up in a carnal mess. You think like the world, act like the world, and do what the world does. You've got to be separate from that. You've got to begin to think strategically in the respect that I understand that when he tells me here that, I'm, that, that I have the armor of God so that I can stand against the wiles of the enemy, every strategy that he brings against me. See, the devil has no chance of overcoming me. I said the devil has no chance of overcoming me or overpowering me. He does not. Unless I just throw up my hands and get, oh, you don't know what I've been facing. That's your problem right there. You're a whiner and a complainer. Get on your feet and suck it up. Amen. You know, it's just, I mean, you know, you got to start thinking strategically and militarily when it comes to the things of God. God said, look, my armor that I've given to you, it's, it's got you suited up to the place that you are invincible in me. Be strong in the Lord, not your intellect. Not in other people's help. Thank God for people that help you pray. But I'm going to tell you, it boils down to you and your faith. And what you believe in your relationship with your Father in heaven. you got to believe, praise God, I can take this mountain and pick it up and throw it in Jesus' name. You can't see yourself getting crushed by the mountain. You've got to see yourself taking the mountain and casting it into the sea by the Word of God. Somebody say amen. I mean, when God begins to talk about the power of this holy armor and, 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 and the authority that He's given to us and has suited us up with, I mean, it's amazing to me. It is, it is absolutely amazing the, the authority, the, the power that He's given us to have dominion. To have dominion. See, one of the things that if we're not careful that we get caught up in, we get caught up in all the stuff that's happening into the world and how bad it is and how big the devil is and all this stuff that's coming and all this stuff's going to happen. And I'll, I'll be the first one to say, you, you read your Bible, you see it happening. But on the other hand, when you read your Bible, you see the saints of God prevailing. You don't see us losing. You see us winning. You see us thriving, not surviving. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's the way that I prepare myself. I said, well, then why, why are these people just getting kicked around and beat around? They're not prepared. 
I wouldn't sit in a house where people told me that the devil has authority over me. I don't believe that. I don't think it's scriptural. Amen. Amen. I, I was listening to one individual last night just laying in the bed, and, and he began to, to talk about, you know, the Holy Ghost and the gifts of the Holy Ghost, and he began to talk about, he said, well, you know, he said, Pentecostals, you know, they jump and run and act crazy and, and do all this stuff. And he said, there's not any place in the Bible that says that. And I thought, what about Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Ghost fell? They acted like a bunch of wild people. Come on. And then when the Holy Ghost fell on them as at the beginning, it had to be just as demonstrative the second time. Come on. I hate to say this to him. Oh, no, I don't. I just love to say it. You know, I hope he, hope he gets it. I hope he's listening to it. I hope he hears it. Because, number one, God, God is demonstrative. He's coming with a shout, not a whisper. He's coming with a display and a demonstration of power when he comes in the eastern sky to hook, to take everything out at Armageddon. Come on now. He's not bringing counselors on white horses to set everybody down and say, look, I'm going to give you seven years of counseling. He's coming in the clouds of glory and the brightness of his coming is going to make their eyeballs consume away in their sockets and their tongues and their mouth and their flesh is going to melt off their bones. Somebody say, that's power. Mm-hmm. That's power. You see, we think... You know, when it comes to dealing with the devil, you just can't be quiet. You can't be quiet. And that's what that man was telling me. If I could have reached into the TV and pulled him out and slapped him, I would have. But I couldn't. Amen. Sitting there telling me because I can't imagine myself having an enemy that's coming against me, number one. If I had somebody coming against me that wanted to kill me, I would start screaming, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. The same Jesus that parked our car on the side of the road that night when Deborah screamed out Jesus three times is the same Jesus that can freeze that devil that's going to be headed my way. Amen. I'm exercising everything I can. The blood, the name, the word. Come on, somebody. See, be strong in the Lord. What's in your arsenal, Jesus? Well, you have the ability to walk on water. You got the ability to calm storms. You have the ability to cast out legions. You have the ability to heal the sick. You have the ability to preach the gospel. Come on. You have the ability to shake nations. Come on down. Amen. And so I want to tap into that, that authority, that power. In Jesus' name. I want to move in that. I want to live in it. I want to thrive in it. I don't want to just get hunkered down and worry about what the, what the world, the world's coming to an end. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let it blow up. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Heaven and earth will pass away. And the man who said that, the God man, Jesus, knew what he was talking about. But, but, come on now, uh-huh, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away, uh-huh, shall not pass away, it shall not pass away, be strong in the Lord, see that's what we got to be strong in, what I'm talking about right there, I have to be strong in that, I can't be meek and mouth or weak about it, Amen. We can't change anything until we believe what God said. Somebody say amen. Amen. Now, so 
the only way to properly use this power and this ability that He gives us, this mighty power, this authority that He's given us through His name, amen, through His name, is to live for Him daily. Know Him through relationship. Know Him in the Word. Now here's a good word for you. Anything new or foreign that comes to us, we have to learn to use it. Amen? Say practice. Practice makes perfect. It's like Paul talking to Timothy. He said, son, he said, look, don't you let lay dormant that gift that God gave you through the laying on the hands of the presbytery. He said, stir that thing up. You're going to need it. Amen. See, you can tap into the gift of prophecy yourself. That's nine gifts listed in Corinthians 12. Amen. You can tap into any of those gifts. You can covet them. You can lust after them. You can want them. You can desire them. But you've got to learn to walk in them and flow in it. You're not going to get them unless you start lusting after it and praying for it. Amen? You've got to chase after it. You've got to want it. You've got to want it. Because you have to learn how to flow in it. Amen? Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discerning of the spirits, faith, the working of miracles, gifts of healings. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. Amen. Somebody said, how come it's the same person always just speaks in tongues? How come it's the same person? Because you, dummy, won't get up and pray and ask God to show you how to do it. Amen. Well, I, was, I felt it, but, you know, I was afraid to say it. Well, don't be fearful. Learn how to do it. I said, learn how to do it. I said, learn how to do it. Learn how to do it. I don't know, you know, but it, when I was little and growing up and even now, you know, when I get something, I want to know how it works. I've even took stuff apart and said, my God, how am I going to get it back together? <laughs> and my dad gave me an M122 one time for Christmas, and uh, I'd had it years, and I finally just took it all to pieces because it wasn't firing like it was supposed to. I took it all to pieces. And I found a few parts in it that were worn. I ordered everything. And I came in. It was all laying out on the table. I went, man, what's that? <laughs> what is that? What is that? But I finally got it back together, and it worked like it was supposed to. And see, that's the thing about it. There's lots of parts. Lots of parts. Somebody said there's lots of parts of this thing. Amen. You have to learn it just like you learn to walk. You've got to learn to run. You've got to learn to fight. That's the reason if you are in the military or whatever, that you have to have basic training. And there's no, somebody said, there's nothing learned like J-O-T on the job. What did I say? J-O-T, job on training, <laughs> on the job training. O-J-T, is that right? I'll get it right in a minute. You get the drift. So anything like that, think about it. You've got to practice it and use it. Practice it and use it. Practice it and use it. Put it into action. Put it into action. Somebody say, you don't use it, you lose it. And if you abuse it, you lose it. See, it's one thing to have a heart to say, God, I want to learn how to flow in this. I want to learn how to move in this. And one of the things you do is when the Holy Spirit begins to move is you just sit there and you tune your ears and say, Father, let me hear what they're hearing. Let me, let, me, let me hear what you're saying to them and begin to get keyed in and begin to get tuned in by the Spirit. Somebody say amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. 
So you think about the kingdom of God. He says right here, he said, put on the armor of God. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Does it come with a, 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 a um, um, uh, owner's manual? Yes. Right there it is, the owner's manual. Somebody say the owner's manual. The owner's manual right here. And so you get in here and you read it. Somebody say read it and feast on it. Get it in your spirit, man. Amen. Digest it. Learn it with all your heart. Get it inside of you. Amen. Get it on the inside. Get it on the inside. Because I'm going to tell you something. You're going to need it in your future. I said you're going to need it in your future. I think that they said by the end of 2024, there's going to be 10 million immigrants, illegal immigrants that have came in to our nation. And they already are saying, our own congressmen, our own senators, our leaders are saying, we already know that there are uh, sleeper cells in America, and there's many terrorists that have already came in. And they're just waiting to try to pull something off. Could be a 4th of July. Could be an important date. Could be in major cities simultaneously, but it could be in small areas too because the terrorists want you to know that it's not necessarily city. They won't want you to feel like you can have peace anywhere. I got a word for them. I can have peace anywhere. I can have peace anywhere. I can have peace anywhere. My God outguns them. <laughs> Outmaneuvers, outthinks. Yes, yeah, somebody say praise God. Amen. I've got to be tuned into heaven. I've got to hear the Holy Ghost. I don't want to show up somewhere, you know, that, you know, just because I got a wild hair and I want to go do it. I want to know that God wants me there because I don't want to be there when I'm not supposed to be there and put myself in jeopardy. I got to be led by the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, led by the Holy Ghost. Led by the Spirit of the living God. Amen. And so be strong in the Lord Jesus. You know, we talked about the storms, and we talked about them, you know, Jesus calming that storm. We talked about him walking on the water, and, you know, in, in, in both incidents, the, the disciples are freaked out. One of the things that Jesus was wanting them to get, he said, look, be at peace. Fear not, it's me. Amen. Well, number one, you can take that word. Remember, Jesus never leaves you. He never forsakes you. He goes with you all the way, even until the end of the world. So what is he saying? My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. My peace that passes all understanding is keeping your heart and mind through me, Jesus is saying. Amen. Peace in the midst of all the panic that goes on in the world. My goodness. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. See, i got to think like this. If, if my adversary is strategizing, if he's being wily, if he's coming up and, 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 and with all this stuff and bringing it into the nation, then I want to think strategically like Jesus would think. I think this needs to be said again. It's just like him appearing to all those Muslims over in Gaza, getting saved by the thousands. That's amazing. But see, couldn't Jesus appear in a, in, a, in, a, uh, um, in a sleeper cell and say, hey, what y'all doing? You better get out of this Allah business and get into Jesus business. Amen. And see, the devil is the author of war. He's the author of murder. He's the author of those things. But God does expect us to protect ourselves. But we love to have faith that is so powerful and so strong that we can speak the word like the apostle Paul. Be blind, not seeing for a season. 
be blinded, not seeing for a season. When I pray for those people that were captive in Gaza, when I pray for the people that are, uh, that are martyrs and people that are incarcerated for the faith that are being persecuted, that's one of the ways that I pray. Amen. I pray that they will be so emboldened. Somebody say so bold. So bold. They, they would be so bold that they would say, in the name of Jesus, be blind, not seeing for a season. Well, what's your, what's your capture going to do when he can't see you? Oh, please, 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 what did you do to me? We have more authority. What I'm telling you is that we realize that we have. We have to get in a frame of mind where we know that we can do that in Jesus' name. Amen. See, he gives us that kind of dominion. He gives us that kind of authority. Somebody said, well, why do people die for the faith? I believe it is that God purposes, and some people want to be martyrs. I just really do. But I believe, on the other hand, God wants to demonstrate his power, you know, through his church. Amen. You know, we try to explain everything. I want everything that I can possibly get my hands wrapped around and my head wrapped around and my spirit wrapped around. If I'm facing a future that's coming to me head on and it's evil, evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. If I know that there's sleeper cells, if I know that there's trouble, if I know that the, you know, that the adversary wants to financial, bring financial chaos to this nation, if I know the enemy is at work, I want to be prepared. I want to have seeds sown that I know that when I get to that place that God is going to fly me in biscuits if he has to. He's going to rain manna down from heaven. Come on. I'll do everything I know to do. Somebody say cover every base. But I can tell you it's all in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and by the authority of Jesus' name. We've got to believe God for that. We've got to stir ourselves up. Stir yourself up. Stir yourself up somebody say stir yourself up amen um i want to get give this to you before before we get out of here tonight because this is this is important um let me get down here where well, the apostle paul is praying and listen to what he says after he's talked about the armor of god he says in verse number 18 praying always of all prayer and supplication in the spirit watching thereunto of all perseverance and supplication for all saints for me and for me and for me. Paul says, and for me. Everybody say, and for me. Say, for me. For me. I want it. I said, I want it. I want it. Listen, listen, listen. Listen to what he says. That, that for me, somebody say, for me, that utterance, that logos, a word, something said, speech, divine communication from heaven. Amen. Listen, what he's saying right here, a bold mouth. This is what he's asking for. This is what the Greek says. A bold mouth, waxing bold. My God. Oh, yeah. Be blind, not seeing for a season. That's utterance. That's having an utterance. That's bold speech. Come on, somebody. Amen. See, I believe that the church needs to get emboldened. And this is one of the things he's talking about right here because it means, it means to wax bold. It means to become frank. It means to become confident in spirit. 
That we don't just get there and say, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm incarcerated, I'm captive, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. See, that is not what God wants us to do. God wants us to wax bold in that moment. Peter and John got bold when they said, shut up and don't talk anymore in that name. They got bold. They said, hey, you, you just attend to your own business. You're trying to tell us not to do this, but our God said to do it. We're not going to be silent. Uh-uh, we're not going to be masked up. I'm not going to be held back. I'm saying it in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. See, this is Paul. He said, I'm asking you to pray for me that God would give me utterance. Utterance, a bold mouth, confident spirit, Mm -hmm. that I would wax bold and speak like I ought to speak. Amen. That means that when everybody else is saying something stupid, and they got a religious spirit. Come on. That you're sitting over there kind of like Smith Wigglesworth. When he used to sit around people that were sick, he said, you know, something in him would just want to get up and just jump on them. And pray for them. My God, don't you want that kind of boldness? Amen. That throws people against the wall in the, uh, uh, at the funeral home and says, in the name of Jesus, walk. That's bold utterance. Somebody say, that's bold utterance. I mean, you got to have some wax and bold if you go get dead people out of a casket and put them against the wall and say, walk. And that body slide down. And then you got to wax bold to pick that body back up. And if it falls again, you got to wax bold to pick it up the third time. I like what Smith said. Look, I've told you once, I've told you twice, and I ain't telling you again. we got to wax bold. I said, we have to wax bold. We have to wax bold. And I know that this is the Holy Ghost gift. I know it comes from the Holy Ghost. I know the Holy Ghost wants to do it through us. Come on, somebody. Not to be Mickey Mouth, but to have the wisdom of God flow through us. I'm not talking about being stupid or foolish. I'm talking about having an arsenal of wisdom in your mouth like we talked about last week when we talk about getting wisdom. That you can speak wisely, circumspectly, and that you can operate in the power and demonstration of the Spirit, and you take dominion over what's going on. Glory to God. Somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. And so Paul is praying that prayer. He said, and pray for me that utterance, a logos word, a word, something said, that God would give me a mouth to speak boldly as I ought to. Amen. That I would be confident in spirit. Man, the Holy Ghost can make you confident. He can put steel in your spine. Boom! <laughs> Man, he's got stuff Clark Kent didn't even have an inkling about. He'll come on you, and the next thing you know, you done said it, and you're setting up your hand over your mouth and say, What did I say? What did I just do? Amen. What you need to do is move your hand and say, Let's go, Holy Ghost. Keep on doing it. Let it flow. Somebody say, Naba, out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it all comes, now listen to this, this, this armor and what, everything I'm talking about comes out of relationship. This is what Paul is telling Timothy. Comes out of relationship with God. Amen. Comes out of relationship. What do you mean? No man has known the, the mind of God at any time, save the Spirit. 
Spirit of God knows. Amen? Spirit of God knows. You think about this. Is that when you're in relationship with your Father and you are in prayer and you're seeking Him and you're growing in relationship, it's just like Deborah and I, sometimes we'll say something at the same time, say the exact same thing. All the time. We're in sync. I said, we're in sync. We're in harmony. Well, don't you think what Jesus said, I say what I see my, hear my father say. I do what I see my father do. I go where my father tells me to go. You've got to be in sync to do that. And you wax confident in spirit. Well, I know one thing. I know my, that my God is not over here. I know my God's not over there. I know, I know that he's leading me, and I, I'm, I'm going to be led by the Spirit. Amen. Can somebody say, led by and controlled by? Well, how can you be led and controlled by if you say you can't hear him? Hmm? Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Man, God might have you preaching on your job. God may have you over there casting the devil out of somebody. Amen. You just might have them before you know it. Somebody's over there cussing and carrying on and acting stupid. You're trying to come out in Jesus' name. You say, what did I do? And then that devil comes out of them. And then everybody else is standing there going, what was that? Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, uh, you know just things like that you know, just come out of your relationship with God. You learn it. I said you learn it. You learn it. You walk it out. Amen. Somebody said, where'd you get that from? Him. See, God, everybody say this, say, God is in me. I am supernatural. Amen. I know how to get groceries. I know how to make car payments. I know how to sleep the floor. I know how to, you know, carry on a conversation with people. I know how to do all this natural stuff, but I want to do some supernatural stuff. Amen. Because the spirit world needs to become more real to us than the natural world. Amen. It should just be just like flowing, 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 flowing. I know, uh, uh, I'll tell you because it's kind of funny. Uh, I know uh, years ago when I was youth pastor, Deborah and I were youth pastors in, in uh, Roanoke, and uh, we, had, we had one boy named Roy. Roy. Everybody say Roy. Roy. You know, it's, a, it's kind of Roy. You like the name Roy? Roy. Hey, Roy. <laughs> Roy. Roy was something else. He had a spirit. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and so uh, we were all down there, and, you know, we'd spent the night, took all the young people down to Smith Mountain Lake, and we were, you know, we were, you know, all that stuff. You just, you do with young people. But anyway, th that morning about 5 o'clock, one of my young people came running. He was screaming. Brother Coleman, Brother Coleman, Brother Coleman, come quick. Roy's drowning and I ain't lying. I'm like, at 5 o'clock in the morning, Roy's drowning. And so, you know, I went, I went running down to where he was, and I didn't even stop. I dove in the water, and the first thing came out of me, Ah, you foul devil, I command you to come out of him in the name of Jesus. I pulled him up out of that water. Those devils come out of him, and when... When I looked, looked up, it was about seven fishermen standing on the bank going. 
Roy, Roy was a different person after that. No more devils. He got delivered. Did I intend on doing it? No, it just came out. I've had that happen so many times. It just came out. Somebody say it comes out. It comes from relationship. That's that armor. That's that supernatural ability. Hallelujah. And so everything changed. Praise God. And so that's what the Holy Ghost can do. See, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's like you just got to be ready with Jesus. Amen. See, the world is designed to keep your mind busy so that you can't hear the Holy Ghost. See, after that, the Spirit of God has come upon you. After He comes on you, He's in you. He's on you. See, you have no idea when God's going to quicken you. Could be at Walmart. Could be at the gas station. Could be, it could be when a family gathering. <laughs> Somebody said, I'd like to have that happen at a family gathering. Amen. We could get a lot of things cleared up at the family gathering. Amen. And so I believe that that's where we're headed in the, fu in, in the future. I, I believe we're there. I believe we're entering into the parameters of a, of a move of God. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is saying, man, get a hold of that foundation. Get a hold of that, those truths. Unplug from the world and get plugged into me. Amen. And let something supernatural begin to happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. And Lord, we want to wax bold. We pray for that utterance to be given to us. Lord, bold confidence unction of the Spirit of God. Lord Jesus, that you would have your way, God. Quicken us. <laughs> quicken us, oh God, quicken us, Lord. Lord, we pray, Father, that you do those suddenlies. And Father, God, no matter where we're at, Lord, at the funeral home or in a Walmart or at a gas station or, Father, where at family gatherings, wherever, here in this house, Holy Spirit, we need you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And I pray tonight that you, oh God, fill us with the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord Jesus, we just say tonight, baptize us fresh and new in Holy Ghost power and fire in Jesus' name. Father, we pray tonight, God, that that confidence and boldness, that people would wax bold in the Spirit, bold in the things of God. Quicken us, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Just lay hands on yourself tonight. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. Tell that devil to get off of you in Jesus' name. I have joy, I have peace, I have righteousness, I have the power of God inside of me. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Jesus who gives me the strength, glory.
glory to God. Amen. I'm not carrying anything else of excess in my body or in my mind or in my life in Jesus' name. I will be overflowing with the Holy Ghost and fire in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. I pray, Father, for that intoxicating, Lord, inebriating overflow of the Holy Ghost to get on your people. Father God, that, Lord, that they will overflow with the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord, hallelujah. Laughing in the face of the adversary. Laughing in the face of adverse circumstances. Father, knowing that you are our God, Father. We praise you, hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say, I will. I will walk in it. I will walk in it in Jesus' name. I will not be held back. Glory to God. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. I'm royalty in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he lift his countenance to you, be gracious to you, grant you peace. In Jesus' name, may you overflow with the Holy Ghost and fire. May you wax bold in spirit, confident in spirit. And may the power of God come upon you to do supernatural signs and wonders in the name of Jesus before you think that you will do it in Jesus' name, glory to God. Father, I just thank you for that, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus, be magnified. Amen and amen and amen. Amen.